0: You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. and here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. They're I mean coming to get you,
1: Barbara. They're oh. I mean coming to get you, Barbara. It's not Halloween yet. It's close enough. <laughs> I'm getting ready.
0: So, if you're a, if you're a film fan, you probably know <laughs> what that is <laughs> from the excellent. Just
1: have to guess. We're not going to tell you.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it, I think There's I've seen... There's lots of
1: screaming and whimpering throughout. I've seen
0: another horror movie where they do somebody does that, taking the piss. Oh, I'm like, sure they yeah. do lots yeah, of horror movies. it's very quoted, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah. I'm looking at... This is the before the, after the show discussion. Our collection of movies, and of course my collection is a bit diverse. Because in my folder I have Charlie Brown Christmas and Evil Dead 2... And Saw and Rudolph. I have all kinds of mixed
0: in I there. put so, Midnight Run in there recently.
1: Yes, Midnight Run's one of my favorite. But for Halloween, we've, of course, got a lot of the classics. Evil Dead, we've just watched recently, so I doubt if we'll watch that again anytime soon. But I've got the classic Frankenstein, Night of the Living Dead, hint, hint, Barbara, All the Saws, Human Centipedes, The Tingler with Vincent Price, which doesn't sound great, and it's not great, but it's just one of those. You gotta watch it. It's old and semi-crappy but it's a classic
0: and a whole bunch more Sound of Music
1: <laughs> I've never seen, seen that seen it so many is times is that a horror movie should I watch that for October no
0: it's just a it's a sickly musical
1: Hocus Pocus oh my god that has to be, I'm gonna make a playlist I'm we've also got I
0: Spit on Your Grave all of the versions of it that's a hard
1: that's hardcore <laughs> that's not like you know
0: I, I like hardcore that's horror, not though.
1: the fictional shit that you that's like ugh.
0: we've got Peter Jackson's Dead Alive in there
1: Babadook. I don't know what that is. The Babadook. The Babadook. Army of Darkness. Cabin Fever. Awesome. And also Cabin in the Woods. Do we have Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. We have that on Blu-ray. We don't
0: in there, but I do have it here. Anyway.
1: That's it. That's the before, the after the show.
0: It is. So, this week, um, it is after the show. I don't know what number it is. You'll be fine.
1: I'll get it to you in half a second. So I'll get it to you. Have a second. Be patient. It is
0: Saturday, September the seventeenth. It is after the show number four hundred and forty-six, and the movie we're looking at this week, where a movie review show is <laughs> Captain America: Civil War. I was looking for. It's called different things in different places. It's called, um, you know, like when they change the name for different. Civil
1: countries. War is the only one that makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it,
0: I've seen it. I've seen it in called Captain America 3 Civil War. I've seen it called like some other th- subtitle, but anyway, in America it's Civil War Captain America. It also
1: should just be The Avengers 3 or 5 or whatever the hell it is because it's not really Captain America's movie. I
0: heard um one of the uh, I think it was Chris Evans say that he thinks it's uh, he would call it The Avengers 2.5. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Cuz it, it's more of a it's more Avengers than Captain America, you know. So Captain America Civil War, it's a 2016 movie released on Blu ray on September the 24th, so you can pick this one up now. It's rated PG 13. I don't believe that's right. Is it? Yeah, it is rated PG 13. No
1: bad words, I think.
0: I always think it, they're PGs, so the kids can watch them, but. I guess kids can watch this? Yeah, they can, but PG 13 is saying you need to be 13, right? Right. Yeah, I I usually, I just always thought they were PG movies, Marvel movies. Well,
1: it's pretty, there's some violence that maybe... It's,
0: it's fighting, isn't it? And, yeah. And, and uh, violence, because then kids will go and smack each other and pretend to be Spider-Man. Oh,
1: they're going to do it
0: anyway. <laughs> um, it's from our friends at Disney and Marvel, and Tid Talk will give you the synopsis of the movie Captain America Civil War.
1: I don't think these need synopsises. I mean, it's Captain America the and some, some of the Avengers fighting amongst themselves, thus the term civil war, because they are all brothers slash sisters in arms, and yet they're going to be fighting with each other because they disagree about something. Right. That's it, really. The world wants to now contain these superheroes in a like a legal way so that if some shit goes down halfway around the globe or up in space, that this committee has to get together under the UN and decide whether or not the Avengers or any of the members thereof are allowed to go and in. Intervene because of the collateral damage that keeps happening that we keep True. getting reminded of, and so. um... That's it, really.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so um, it's no secret that I'm a huge Marvel fan. Have been since I was a child, and uh, when they started making these movies, I'm on board for any of these Marvel movies. We've seen all of them, and uh, you
1: got the you got the Marvel goggles on. You y- love
0: it all. You're the um. You're. You don't have a history with Marvel stuff. Nope. Um, but you have seen all the Marvel movies. so um,
1: I haven't seen all the Marvel TV shows, though. No. Agent I, of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've seen Hield, all those, too. Yeah.
0: I've seen everything. Marvel. Anything that they make, I'll watch it. It doesn't really matter. Um, so, I, I'm predisposed to like this movie, let's say. Predisposed to like this movie. So, like um, Batman v Superman that we just saw recently, this has similar themes to that. About superheroes being um, accountable re- accountable for what they do because we watch them. It's really fun to watch them smash things up and have big fights in the middle of cities. But the writers of these movies and the DC movies recently have gone. Hmm. Let's look at the other side of like, you know, when you see that skyscraper fall over because yeah because uh, the Hulk punched through it. Well, there's going to be people in there, so you have to think about that. And you don't think about it when you're watching some. And the
1: thing is. As times change, there's a time in history when you don't want to think... People don't want to think about that. No. Like, you don't want to think about your heroes causing... No. Because you do... You have to zoom out and think of the bigger picture. If I am destroying an entity from another galaxy that's coming here to enslave all of humanity and suck all of our resources and then leave us as a dying husk, then... As unfortunate as it is, if I blow up a couple of buildings downtown Manhattan in the process of killing that entity, I have still saved the human race. And that's the balance of everything that you do in life. If you have five children and you have to make a decision about who gets what or what happens in the household, three of those five children are going to be pissed off or their feelings hurt because the other two people got the benefit or the whole family got the benefit, but they didn't get their own, whatever, you know, it's and then everything. I think it's a statement about no matter what you do, you know, you're, there's consequences. You're going to be criticized yeah.
0: or praised. And then, then we'll
1: come back around, I think, in another ten to twenty was... years, where heroes that we're going to subtract this part of it, and then we're just going to be all about the fantastic. Well, I again. feel that
0: that I don't feel that is even that long away. I feel that they this movie creates a divide between the heroes, um, pretty much so we can watch the heroes fight each other. I mean, even the writers said they want the heroes to fight each other. That's what the comic book did. How does Tony Stark fight Captain America? It doesn't make much sense. We need a story that that enables that. So that's really what this movie's about. Now, going on further down the road, something big is about to happen. The Infinity War thing. And the the superheroes are going to have to drop all this shit and all come together, because there's something huge coming that they all need to fight. So this is just a little side kind of... They're not always going to be against each other. But... For this movie, what they is that it.
1: spoiler alert that you've just not given us an alert for?
0: <laughs> well, well, because think... not
1: all of us obsess over all the shit that happens in these comic books, so I don't know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, well then, well, you're, you're telling I, I think me you know I even, don't even know. as somebody who know uh, doesn't know that they're never they're not always going to be each other's strokes. Yeah, but system. I don't know what's
1: coming next. I don't know. Well, I know it's, nothing. it's coming,
0: not next. But... Only
1: because you keep in track of it. I don't know that. Right. I go by what's in the movies. The only thing I... And I don't even know how everything's connected.
0: But so. m- my point was, like, we just watched um, Batman v Superman. Spoilers. Superman dies at the end, and everybody's <laughs> upset about it. Like this. That was
1: not much of a spoiler alert there.
0: <laughs> well, we... Two um, seconds later. Well, that movie. Superman <laughs> dies at the end. Well, it's... And everybody's pissed about it. Oh, you can't kill Superman. They haven't killed Superman. In this... They're, they're Tony Stark and Captain America are rivals. They're not rivals forever. So, <laughs> so if
1: you know everything, what's the point of watching it?
0: Because it's just fun how it plays <laughs> out, right? Um, True. Yeah. So, yeah. I like, obviously, you put them in different scenarios. You have different tones. At one time they all have to come together. The Avengers, it's really fun. First time we see them all come together. The second time we see the Avengers come together, it's slightly different. And when they all come together this time, it, there's a they had to have a... Otherwise, you'd just be like... Like you were saying, it's just another Avengers movie. Yep. They all get together and fight something. But there is a difference to this one because they are fighting each other. There's not...
1: And it makes sense. I mean, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I like to rip things apart by nature or by... not. And if I'm in the story and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I get it. I get it. And yes, every single part of the Marvel Universe just like originally... Every panel of every comic and every story of each issue was a little fishhook dangling in front of you with a worm to get you to buy the next one. That's all it is. We're not delusional. They're not trying to make me happy in life or anything. They're just telling me a story so I watch the next one and the next one and the next one. The thing is, as I'm watching, if my brain that picks things apart starts going, oh, that makes sense. I understand how, in this big, huge universe that they've created, this fits. That Captain America, while some might think he would be the side of, you know, oh, we've got to do right by the rules and follow, follow all the, the rules. What we told, but actually, he knows that sometimes doing what's right cannot be controlled by a meeting or a committee. It just can't. Which that is it has, absolutely his. Correct. It's a hundred percent him. Yeah. And you, you get to know all these people. As people, which is what I really like um, about the way we've been doing the movies, it's not like a shallow, yeah, it's not like a little, they're not so two-dimensional. I mean, they might be. Some people could say, oh, my God, are you kidding me? But to me, I get it. I kind of think of their whole life and the bits and pieces of their back stories that I do and know from the other movies. And their motivations for making their choices. And, you know, you don't want to overthink it. But also, I don't want it to be just empty, shallow, because then I've just spent two hours and 45 minutes of, like, really? Are we kidding? And I, I wasn't like that at all. I was no. totally on board with everybody's decision.
0: And this uh, movie is the longest Marvel movie yet, but to me, they never seem long. Like, I'm I know, always like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, always not like, ready. Is that the end of the movie? I know, I'm not ready the for the movie? end. Like, yep. I don't know, I don't want the end. I, I thought we could do some more. Like, Can we not just, like, do, do some other bit? Like... And there are always like a, a stick stick around at the end of this movie. There is a clip, two yep. clips, one in the credits and one after the credits. Both, of course, both good uh, and worth watching if you're into uh, Marvel. So, um, so I really, really like this movie. I loved the Winter Soldier. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies. I just liked how it felt. It was very. Um, I love that <laughs> Robert Redford was in it. He's awesome. Like I, I love that whole. It felt kind of. Like a political thriller kind of thing, because it was about you know, you know remember with the um, Mr Nick Fury and his car like and uh, remember all that stuff. Yep. It was like it was like this like espionage type of movie, and it had this that feel to it. And these guys, the Russo brothers, they've come back and done Civil War, and this one has a different feel to that, but still a very interesting story. And I felt like. There's a lot they have to do in this movie. It's no wonder it's long mm-hmm. because they have to like establish some new characters and and almost give them a backstory quickly so you understand. And Black Panther turns up in this movie
1: because he's so good. It, it the br- the time ty- the littlest the few seconds we get yeah they to give him a small him, and he has story. one line to tell you his whole backstory basically. Well, well. I thought that was well crafted. Like yeah. it was, it
0: wasn't like they took like fifteen minutes to go off and do like here's the backstory. But it's made
1: him a person.
0: That and you a want superhero to know more from about. another
1: place, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, I want to go watch his movie.
0: Yeah, and they also did. We mention we might spoil some things. They also set up spoiler. Uh, they also set up Spider Man, who is now back in the Marvel universe, and they set up in a really clever, interesting way. I thought. Instead of going back, like they said, to seeing him being bit by a spider.
1: I mean, it's a little out of place. You know, you're going on this movie, you've got a big thing going on, major shit's happening, really dark stuff happening, and then boom, we're in the bedroom of this teenage boy cracking jokes. So to me, that needed to be less frivolous, because it's like Tony can turn off and on the fact that actually something really horrible is about to happen. And now, boom, 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 we're just being funny and charming, and I think that's really boring. But... I was okay with getting... I mean, he doesn't add much to me, because I don't give a shit about Spider-Man,
0: to be honest. I love Spider-Man.
1: I understand. But he doesn't do anything for me. And the fact that he's now, like, super powerful. Like, super powerful. Not just superhero powerful. So this is not unlike any Spider-Man I've ever known, so I had to just block all that out. And the little one-liners, giving them all to the teenager, I felt was a bit... Boring. So that part I could have done without. I mean, I needed to. It needed to be more dark for me.
0: I liked how they set Spider-Man up. You get to see his aunt. She's different. It's not the <laughs> aunt, mate. It's not the one. Well, you... if
1: you're 16, your aunt's probably not gonna be that
0: old. You're right. Like me, but I'm you, only 10 years old. You always than mine expect you. some, even the comics. Like you always expect this older.
1: I think it's because in the comics, Stan Lee and his little gang wanted all the women to be either beautiful and helpless or old and helpless. There was nearly no in-between, except when they made him into Man. But even just
0: setting it up, like, now you know, now we know, just from seeing these few scenes in this movie, how the Spider-Man movie is. Like, we understand how he is. We understand his relationship. Um, We're going to get a bigger picture of him. I liked what he did in this. I mean, though...
1: Tony Stark comes along, says, come with me, and now he's willing to just instantly beat the shit out of Captain America? That doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, it's... He doesn't know talk- what's going
1: on. I know, but everything else fits. That doesn't fit. That is just a tool to throw Spider-Man in the mix. That yep. I, oh, no it may. I really
0: like the new Spider-Man suit that they did here. It's, um... He's what's mostly... to me. No, it's not. It, it, <laughs> it's got a CG mask, for instance. Like, its eyes are actually animated, like, by CG. It's not... Just pulling a mask over somebody's head. In fact, I think it's I don't all I think that's better. I think it's all CG animated because when we saw It does look very CG. The, well when we saw the guy, he was in a golem kind of suit like Andy Serkis.
1: Which is another thing that bugged me.
0: No, and I, I and I loved it because that is <laughs> it's not like Sam Raimi's weird Spider Man, that that one that I didn't think looked particularly good. But this one looked like the comic book Spider Man was just flying around like it I really liked how it looked.
1: Taffel when he was, was in the really rafters of, place, of the airport
0: and stuff. Um, everybody look... else
1: looked real, and he looked kind of weird in CGI, so that really bugged me. But, again, I was already out of, off-board with the whole well, Spider-Man well, I, thing.
0: It, it, it seems to me, just a small viewing of Spider-Man, that this might be my favourite Spider-Man, because I just like the vibe of the kid. I like the, the, the outfit's awesome. He's... He seems like he's athletic, like so he know you know all the stuff that he does because they showed you he was doing backflips and stuff himself. It seems like I can't wait to see that movie, you know, that, and that's what Marvel do well. I don't have on. your
1: enthusiasm, but Marvel I'll watch
0: want it. you to see. Well, so everybody has the favorite thing or Correct. something, but and now you want to see a Black Panther movie, which they're actually Correct. making. So
1: and a Black, I mean a Black Widow. I want yeah. to see her, but.
0: I you know, you know what? I don't want to see a Hawkeye movie. I find him really boring. If I if I had to say anybody's boring, for me, Hawkeye is really boring. I don't, I don't. Because what's his
1: thing? He just can shoot well. Yeah, he's
0: really accurate. But yeah. he's
1: tough because they slam him yeah, around he's and he's. It doesn't... But
0: he's not like the Thor or, or the Hulk. He's just. T- what's he's his just backstory? Very I don't know. I, I I've not read it. Well, I see, that know.
1: would make that would make me want to know.
0: But I'm I'm never that into it. When he turns up, when he turned up in this, it was kind of like, oh, here he is. I, I was like, oh, God, he's he, you know, I'm not really, I don't really care. So there are some that I don't care about. And Hawkeye's I find
1: the witch kind of boring, to be honest.
0: I like honest, her story. Honest, honest. I like I her power, actually.
1: I do, but it's too easy. It's too easy that if, at any moment the witch can come and move shit around for you. I mean, that's just.
0: I like that she's like an assist character because I play Overwatch and I like playing Mercy. She's yeah, like, assist an assist like, like an, she's like an assist character. He's like She's like an. It's
1: lame a little bit because then no matter what you do, you can build up a scene and this is, shit's going down and he's about to fall off a building and oh yeah, we'll just have her come in and pick him up. I mean that's it, and that's how she's used often is as the whatever you're calling her, the assist. Yeah, assist. Yeah. I don't find that interesting. She's like
0: the support character. She's not like the.
1: And this thing she does with her fingers, it gets a little on my nerves, cause I'm like, you're not really a witch.
0: <laughs> and yet you <laughs> Well, went, she has to pretend to you've be one. Read
1: a, yeah, but she's read a little too many books about witchery or seen too many movies, and she, she does She bases it weird all weird
0: on the movie Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does not, I can assure you. But, um, there, there's a lot going on in this movie, well, that was what I was saying. Um, a lot. They're establishing a bunch of new things. They're getting together these two teams, you root against what you know, you'll be behind one or the other because they both stand for different things. But there again they, they kinda stand for the same thing at the heart of it. They're just heroes who want to you know, fix the situation, whatever it'll be. Alien invasion or weird dude turning up who's gonna bomb something, they just want don't want that to happen. But casualties it's the same as war. Correct. So um Yes, they take separate sides in this movie, and you will fall on one of the sides. Because I was like... But what they're
1: taking sides on, which if you think about it, is kind of like, ugh, because it's bureaucracy. Yeah. You know, we either are part of the bureaucracy and we do a bunch of paperwork and we answer to somebody or we don't. That's all they're fighting about. Yeah, That's it. There's no big, like, thing coming around that they're about to save everybody from. Now, that gets in- injected because of the Winter Soldier and this guy who comes along and has, a, a you know, a thing with the Avengers. But that's all they're fighting about, is whether or not to go along with the company. The yeah. company man. So, when you think about it that way, it still would spark, contra- you know, controversy amongst you. But that's kind of like, whoa. Not very superhero
0: When the fight was happening, um, I... You know, like, because it puts you, you, in your own mind, you're like, okay, I agree with this or I agree with that. And I agreed with, you know, I was like, no, Captain America's right here for me. And I yep. loved, and I love Tony Stark, so.
1: I was with the Captain America So I'm idea. with Captain
0: America, but I love Tony Stark. So when the battle's happening, I am actually see, I'm looking at Tony Stark coming down out of the sky and hitting the ones that I like, going, wow, they've turned him into the bad guy just for a few minutes for me. I'm kind of pissed off with Tony Stark. What are you doing? But you
1: don't want him to get hurt.
0: But I don't want him to get hurt. So it's an interesting fight. Also, that particular fight, it's funny, which you think, why, a fight like that, it's not supposed to be funny. The way they've
1: constructed it, though, because the argument is that we have casualties every time, is that, conveniently, we have the airport has been evacuated, and now we're going to fight at the airport. Therefore, no matter how big this little civil war... Battle happens. Gets it don't doesn't matter. matter. It's just airplanes and buildings. Batman v
0: Superman. It takes place
1: on a little island. Very up. clear that no because we're up. trying to <laughs> now not have people say
0: right. What about all the people? But who we'll die? smash all the island up. Island don't matter. You know, X Men I
1: mean. is the same, right? We have that controversy yeah. that that what you're doing impacts all of humanity,
0: right? So but you, I mean, when you're writing it as a comic book person, you. There's always has to be a convenient thing to get them to all fight. Like, where do they fight? Do they fight in space so nobody gets hurt or what? Like, you know. You,
1: you have to make it so it's always the bad guy's fault. Right. Like, the bad guy just knocked over the skyscraper and Superman does everything he can to stop it from falling, but he can't stop it. But then someone would say, the bad guy wouldn't have come to town
0: if, if it wasn't, wasn't for Superman. Yeah. And
1: that's the Spider Man character in this does say, because Tony Stark asks him, why Why do you do this? And he goes, well, if you if you can do this. And then you don't, and then a bad thing happens. That's kind of your fault. Yeah. And that's really it. And that, thats the argument. And that for is
0: him. a fantastic. It's an absolute teenager's mind, is isn't it? That's what—that was one of the things that I loved about. Yeah, it the gets rid of, of
1: all that. the politics and the shit, and just says, "Well." But you
0: know, like teenagers give you an answer, like, <laughs> and you go,
1: "How'd some, you get so smart?" Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Oh.
0: Um. So let's go on to the cast of this movie. Uh Chris Evans plays Captain America. Um, I think he's always good. I he think he's good. physically I think he I was reading an interview with him earlier and he said that when he auditioned for the very first Captain America and he got it, he started filming and he thought this is the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. This is just stupid. I I just I can't get into the character. It right. seems ridiculous. And then it came out and he still was on the fence about it. Now if you ask him about it today, it's the best role of his life, he says. He, now he feels like he understands it. It's easy
1: to say that when you make when millions you made, of
0: dollars. But I'm, I'm talking about from the perspective of he understands Captain America's psyche. Like, he gets what he is. At first, you know, it's hard to get into that yeah. CGI replacement head dude that he is at the beginning. But now he's lived through a bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff. We've seen Captain America in many Marvel movies. And he's he's different, is he? He's a different character. than they all are really. So yeah, I like Chris Evans as Captain America. Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man.
1: He gets better every time. A little more yeah, subdued. I think he does little more a, a little A little less cheesy. Yep. There's yeah. a few comments here and there, but I guess some people would say, "Well, if it's too serious." Well, that's serious, what we want. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. yeah. Tony Stark is a little bit cheesy. So, but still, <laughs> in this, he's, he has a lot. Of, he's on the. He has to be very serious because it's a serious issue that they talk you know, dealing with. But then again, like you said, he breaks into some silliness occasionally. Occasionally. Scarlett Johansson's back as Black Widow. She's great. She's I've great. said to you, we need a, a, a Black Widow movie because I want to know, like, her story as Correct. well. Uh, I don't want the Hawkeye movie, the Black Widow movie before that. Uh, Sebastian Stan comes back as the Winter Soldier. This is really a Winter Soldier movie. It really
1: is. He's mu- yeah. He gets much more, you know... He- more than
0: he did in the Winter yeah. Soldier. Yeah. Um, he, he gets more chance to act. He gets more chance to a kick bit. ass.
1: He either looks really serious, or he's just Mister Cool. Well, there's more <laughs> to him. Like
0: he, he kicks a bunch of ass. He's in a lot of the scenes. Um, and it, you know, the heart of the story is really around him and this other Winter Soldier project thing. That
1: well, it's about him and his friendship with Captain America.
0: Yeah, maybe but the, that's it. There's actually. also this Winter, so- other sort Winter Soldiers. Yeah, so- but that's
1: tiny to me. That's almost
0: nothing. it's almost a um, MacGuffin kind of thing that.
1: Yeah, it was nothing. I mean, it was never even anything. It lasted about two minutes. I feel like it's going, I
0: feel like that is going to be expanded upon somewhere.
1: Don't think so. I think that was just a tool to get this guy needed to end.
0: It was a tool to get them into that place. Yeah, yeah, together, was, yeah. and then
1: to show them that shit, and
0: then that's it. But uh, Sebastian Stan, I, I like him as Winter Soldier, and mm-hmm. I say I feel for Winter Soldier the most in all of these because he is being used. Like <laughs> he, he can't control himself. Like he's, he wants to be. He's not a bad guy. But he ends up being a bad guy because of what happened to him. Anthony Mackie's back as Falcon. What do you think of Anthony Mackie? I mean, he's kind of light-hearted a little bit, isn't he? Yeah. He's not a I, totally serious character. I do I, like his I powers. can't
1: say that he does much for me as a char- the character itself. I know that he he's one of those. He's another one of those supporting
0: people. Charming. And...
1: No, I mean, he's another one of those, like, you, whatever you call yeah, the Yeah, he witch.
0: is, yeah, yeah, support, yeah.
1: And that just does. He helps
0: Iron Man a lot. He can
1: be the one who flies in at the last second to save Iron Man. Where Iron Man's the one who's. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, and. and He's
1: fine. Yeah,
0: he is. He's he's personable, and he's. He definitely. He feels like a comic book character to me, though. That's probably good. But they're all,
1: like, sidekicky. Even the witch girl. I mean, they're all just. Yeah, and the, so the next peripheral. person on
0: the list is Don Cheadle as War Machine. Now he's totally psychic. He's he, yeah, he is Tony Stark's psychic.
1: But he's War Machine. That should yeah. be like the biggest thing ever.
0: Yeah, but so Anthony Mackie is Captain America's psychic, and Don Cheadle is Iron yeah. Man's psychic. They are psychics. They are like R- Batman's Robin. That's what they are, um, and that's what they were in the comics. So perhaps it is right, you know. Uh, Jeremy Renner plays Hawkeye. Like I said to you. Couldn't care less about Hawkeye, never have. They kind of made, in the last stage of Ultramon, they kind of made a joke about him, I remember. About him, people not knowing who he was. And they kind of did it in this one as well. So, I think that is just a thing that people think about him. Yeah. He's alright. And like the witch, like you say, there's good potential for her, but him, I just know he's going to show up and shoot an arrow. That's all he's going to do. He's sort
1: of like, as a person, he's the most
0: Human. He tried to give him a a story. He has a family. I mean, he
1: has a family. He lives out in the woods. We know that. And that's his ground. That's his center. You know, whatever. He doesn't need to be part of all this. He doesn't have any... To to my knowledge, he has no superpower, except he's really good with the arrow. accurate,
0: yeah. (laughs) It's not a superpower. It's just that he's skilled with a bow, right? Like, you could be skilled with a bow if you did it enough. But then...
1: James Bond is just good with a gun. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: He's not a superhero. Well, he kind of like a superhero. I mean, he isn't, but the things he does in the movies, you're yeah. like, really? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so James Bond is kind of unbreakable. Um, this is probably... Chadwick Boseman is the new guy as Black Panther. Um, first off, I want to say, the Black Panther suit is amazing. I love it. And that's a lot of CG going on. In I
1: was movie. in... As soon as we saw the guy, didn't yeah. even know that shit was going down. Didn't know there was going to be another superhero. As, soon as that guy turned around and he started talking, I was like, "Oh, that guy is cool." At first I first thought and it was Chizal
0: all- Eejabov, and then I was like, "No, he's younger. He's young." Oh, it's- okay. And then it was like, "Yeah, this guy's all right. I like him." Oh,
1: I was in, and then as soon as as soon as we see the black, I didn't even know who the Black Panther was, and he's in the mix, and I'm like, "I'm thinking, who the hell is that?" He's got Daredevil ears, but he's in all black, and he's got these claws that Daredevil doesn't have. So I don't know. I see, I don't know DC and Marvel and all that shit. So who's who goes yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know so. about Pampa, but. <laughs> So I was like, who is this guy? I was just told instantly, because he's tough. And he scratched yeah. Captain America's shield. I was and like, left a mark on oh, <laughs> yeah. holy shit, that's hardcore. And he was really good and tough. Bulletproof all over and really determined to do what he was doing. There was no funniness about him at all.
0: He, and, it, and it was quite clear, the backstory in, in this movie, the big thing that happens to him is something that would fuel him for you know forever to exactly they did that very quickly but all well, this,
1: in this story I guess.
0: yeah but um, after they did that I was like yeah I, I get this guy now you know he's he has got a reason to be a superhero and we're gonna see it yeah I would um, like to what is awesome about him too uh, Black Panther uh, about the history of Black Panther I was reading it in the Marvel book was
1: what Marvel book was that?
0: the uh, Encyclopedia of Marvel what?
1: that what? where'd you get that?
0: At Christmas from you. Oh, right. What happened was um, back in the day, Marvel were accused of like not having any black superheroes. Correct. So they, Stan Lee, came up with Black Panther, which you could say is like so like basic, like oh, but a black superhero is black. His suits black. But they came up with that guy and gave him all that backstory. They were even accused of being racist. They were trying to like have an empowering black character, but there was a lot of like bone through the noses and weird stuff in the comic really yeah and they got they got like well they didn't get slammed as much as they would today because back then the times were different but when people look at it now they go oh yeah it's a bit basic like those horror movies we watch where you're like ah that's really
1: (laughs) (laughs) why are they saying that why are they doing but in a hundred years from now people look back on the shit that we're making it's gonna be a whole different thing as well like
0: but the character of Black Panther was a powerful black superhero that they brought on board due to criticism uh, of not This guy,
1: having... I mean, from my perspective, then again, I'm a middle-aged white lady in the middle of America. You know, so that's where my perspective comes from. Middle class, whatever. Um, He's awesome. Like, awesome as in, I feel the power of this idea that this warrior has had to be... Because, like, we're used to our superheroes. Now, England, what superhero do you have?
0: <laughs> there is an England Mr England or something cuz in America Marvel, I have a in America
1: one. we have everybody right yeah. we i mean I, i'm not a expert on comics but we have Captain America mm-hmm. we have Iron Man we have all, everybody who's in this movie except for the girl who's Slovenic, so so from that other place
0: She's Slovakia
1: right um everybody so all my life i've grown up knowing about american superheroes Protecting Marvel did have a
0: braced superhero. But
1: the idea that this guy, and that there, you have to plant in your mind that this is happening all over the world. If you go into that universe where there are superhero human beings and villains, then of course there's going to be a superhero type person to protect.
0: From different cultures. This
1: uh, Wakanda is the country in Africa that this guy's from. And then you think of the whole history that. That could be a whole different thing. And all the different kinds of villains that he's had to battle. And for the re- different reasons, for the you know thousands of years, they've had this superhero guy, you know, hand, I guess it's like you hand the baton down to the yeah. next, one, next one, which we don't get that in our superheroes. No. There's no like generic Captain America who, James Bond, or Doctor Who, who after a while is just a different person, right? No, it's...
0: No, always they Captain. Keep them the it's, same. Yeah, it's
1: always Tony Stark. It's always Captain America. So this one really interests me. It seems really powerful. Like, don't mess
0: around with him. <laughs> like, because like we just mentioned, sidekick superheroes, the black sidekick superheroes, <laughs> Anthony Mackie and Don Cheadle, Are you just
1: putting that out there? <laughs> they're literally
0: sidekicks. This guy is not. He's a superhero on his own right. Like he doesn't. He's not. Somebody but we also side-
1: have women sidekicks. So let's not be racist. Right. We're saying there's this idea that these white. 30-something men are the powerful heroes, yeah. and everybody else just swirls around to give them a hand. And then Hawkeye, too. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: but, I mean, even Black Widow, even though she's tough as shit, she's never, you never feel like she's, you know, the, even though she's trying to get more of a leadership role, I agree with what she said in the extras, they're kind of positioning her to be more of a, like, overseer of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That still doesn't make her the big badass hero that you... And she is, but they kind of keep downplaying that. And that says a lot about who their audience might be. I don't know. But it's very obvious when you watch it from that perspective.
0: Uh, Paul Bettany returns as Vision. Uh, Vision, kind of, in the last Avengers movie, Vision came to be. He used to be Jarvis inside um, Mr. Stark's suit. (laughs) <laughs>
1: now he's got some weird voice in there. I didn't like it. Yeah, him. who is that? I, I thought I
0: thought he'd base that one on Pepper Potts, but it's not Pepper no. Potts, is it? No. It's just some woman like just yeah. yelling at him. Yeah, I was like yeah, uh, she
1: wasn't yelling, but she just wasn't very him, interesting. No,
0: and she it wasn't like oh he'd made like a sexy woman voice or Jarvis anything. It was just is, a woman like. Jarvis
1: was, always sounded intelligent, yeah, and and knowing. Interesting. yeah.
0: Yeah. So Jarvis was Tony uh I was gonna say Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Tony Tony Stark's AI that he had, uh that actually what did what did they call it? It Went sentient? Yeah, you?
1: because of that stone that the Luke had. Loki had thing.
0: Yeah, so he now he's a now he's an AI but in a body, and kind uh, of
1: <laughs> most of the time.
0: But yeah, I he's love really that. good. Yeah, yeah, love him. Yeah, I want to see his whole movie. Yeah, I do too.
1: I want him to go off on his own without any Tony Stark, without anybody else, and save the world, save the universe with that blue guy from is it the Fantastic Four. He's pretty cool, too. Oh, yeah. Or he can just go up to Mars and, like, sit there and meditate. That guy and oh, this you guy. Oh, he's from
0: Watchmen? Is he Watchmen? Mr. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, the guy with his penis out. The I big it blue Fantastic guy. was
1: Fantastic Four had a blue guy.
0: No, he's the one who goes and meditates on Mars, though, in Watchmen. Is he? He goes and sits on... Mm-hmm. sits. Yeah. the
1: guy in Fantastic Four? Or is the... that not... No, you're right. Yeah, it's
0: Watchmen, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, a, a he's like an five? ambassador kind of guy, but he's, like, he's very wise. And... Yes, that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. You're right. I you forget, are right. I forget his name, Mister. Like
1: Mister. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> That's why among I'm up on that. uh, Elizabeth Olsen plays the Scarlet Witch. I really like Elizabeth Olsen, um, but like I say, the scar like you said, the Scarlet Witch is not expanded upon enough.
1: She's yeah. there as a handy tool to get shit done.
0: Yeah, I mean I do like her. Don't get me wrong, and I and like her brother, but they kill she's the
1: struggling bro- with understanding her power, and she's she's the one that has the most obvious, I mean, they show her having the most reflection about the consequences of her blowing people up yeah, accidentally. I mean, you know. No. So that's interesting, but her power needs to be the big bad power in the group, and then everyone else needs to support her. Because, I mean, if she can move shit with her mind and with her power of molecular control, that's bigger than everybody else. Captain Eric has to punch you in the face. Yeah. You know, Cap- Tony Stark has to shoot you with his laser. She can literally suck the air out of a building and make a tornado and make it go up into the sky. She made like, some that's, cool
0: things in this movie. Yeah, reason. very like when she's, cool. When she made cars rain but down. But she's
1: only doing it because they need a little help, yeah. you know?
0: Um, Paul Rudd. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> uh, I like the Ant-Man movie. You love Paul Rudd. For yeah, and I love Paul Rudd. And the Ant-Man movie was great, I thought, because mm-hmm. it really embodied Paul Rudd. They, they went, Paul Rudd's personality is what we like. Correct. So we're going to let Paul Rudd be Paul Rudd. And be Ant-Man as well. And a bit naive. And new to this superhero. selfish. Yeah. So it worked perfectly in Ant-Man, I thought. And I wasn't annoyed or or like, oh God, he makes too many jokes. Because it seemed perfectly right. And in this movie, it was like Paul Rudd uh, as Ant-Man. He turns up to be part of the Avengers. And it's like, he's a fanboy. Like, what the fuck? I'm stood (laughs) in front of Captain America. And it was almost like it was just Paul Rudd. Like... Yes. But Ant-Man plays this big part in this thing. Like, bigger than, like... Big part. Yeah. I get it. But bigger than um, some of the others do. Um, But again, supporting. Yeah, but...
1: Only because the others couldn't hack what was going on. He had to step
0: in and do a thing. But um, he was only in it for a little bit, but he was really... Like, it needed a bit of a funny break at that time, I thought, the movie. And, And when he got out of that van, and there's a few things he said, and I was like, okay, that feels... That is what Ant-Man is like. He's a bit bumbling, and he's a bit... He would be impressed by what's going on here. But it's
1: like nobody's acknowledging the gravity of the
0: situation. No, but we're talking... <laughs> we're in I know, we're in I can't
1: overthink one. it, but still.
0: But uh, Paul Ruddy, he was, he was great. I, I, I'm glad that Ant-Man is integrated, because like they said in on the extras, um, Ant-Man, yes, he can do his things. And you might think, oh, going down to the size of an ant, how helpful is that? Well, you see how yep. helpful it is. In this I, movie. I was very skeptical
1: yeah. when we watched the movie, and now I'm I'm on board with his talents. But yeah, again, he's just there to be like, "Hey guys, let me help you out."
0: Yeah, but they're making another Ant Man movie, so people liked Ant Man. So Tom Holland is Spider Man, the new Spider Man. Like I say, we talked about him before. I liked him. Um, he was all right. When you see his new, we need to see the whole movie to see really how he does. But. I think he did all right in, in this, you know, and it was an introdu- introduction. And finally, I put down Daniel Bruhl as a Zemo, who is like the baddie in this movie. But again, it's almost, like I said, it's almost a red herring for some yeah. other things. Yeah, well,
1: right. it's the reason.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the,
1: it's not the reason. It's just a
0: plot device to get him. It's to-
1: like the, it's like the tipping point they were all civil about their disagreements yeah. and not agreeing and separating slowly and sort of painlessly. And then this comes along and then the knife gets stuck in and yeah. they have to really decide. I like him. That because guy. it's not really a civil war between all of them. Ultimately it's just between Captain America and Iron Man because of his friend, the yeah, Winter Soldier guy.
0: It is. Um, but yeah, Daniel Broadway plays this Zemo guy and, uh, He's suitably evil and I'm, I'm pretty good. I like him. I wish they'd have done more with him, to be honest.
1: Yeah, but I did you know, sometimes I can be like, Oh, that's his motivation, really. Mm. But this time because of the way he was and the way they wrote it, to where you're not at that point, you're significantly annoyed with him, but you're you're also
0: You understand exactly with, what he's up to.
1: Well, no, because you weren't yet until he oh. tells, you know, at the end. But I'm I'm so distracted by why the others are fighting with each other. And now he's introduced this information. I don't know of his motivation. And then I get told his motivation. And I'm like, yeah, that. And he's he's not Mr. Bombastic. He's not out to rule the world. He's none of that. And that is what I really liked. This isn't wasn't a stepping stone for him to then rehydrate Hydra. You know what no. I mean? It's not like that. Yeah.
0: And there is some Hydra in here, if you like Hydra. There has to be. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's Marvel Universe, right? That The bad guy never goes away. No. The big bad guy. Just like the master from Doctor Who always will yeah, be part back. of it. Daleks will she? always be
0: back. She. He or she.
1: and She's not such a bad guy anymore.
0: No. <laughs> um, directed by the Russo brothers again, uh, they did The Winter Soldier, and they also did You, Me, and Dupree. Did you ever watch that? Uh, no. What why did, that why did I watch it and you I didn't? Don't know. Uh, it was a comedy with... A um, man and a dog. No, no dog at all. It was a comedy. Uh, Owen Wilson and uh, Ben Stiller, I believe. And um, doesn't interest me. It's like uh, I think it was, f- if, as far as I remember, and it's very vague. It was he's a married man or whatever, and his best friend is down and out, so he he comes to live with them, uh, and he's kind of a loser, and a stoner, and a surfer. And they just have to deal with him, even though the, okay. he loves him and the wife. It causes lots of problems with the wife. Okay. It was very boring. <laughs> you know what it is. It's a Ben Stiller type thing.
1: Okay. I um, like some Ben Stiller movies.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's as far as I remember. I'm probably completely wrong. I'm mixing it up with three different movies. Probably <laughs> probably yeah. an Adam Sandler movie and a Ben Stiller movie and an Owen Wilson movie <laughs> all mushed together. But, yeah, they did that. But I think they have a really good eye. The, this The fight sequences in these movies Really good, really strong. And different, too. Like The first one is, is very different to the middle one.
1: And I'm not a big fight scene... Excuse three. Um, you're not boring me, I just had to yawn. But I normally don't like fight scenes because they just go on and on and it's all the same shit over and over now. And this one, I have to admit, there's a lot of drop-kicking a person against a wall or a pillar or a thing or a vehicle or a bridge... Or another wall and another wall and another wall that's going to crumble and fall. And then they go, oh! And then they act like they're really hurt. And then the next two seconds they're up again. There's a lot of that. However, the power of the hits and the punches. And when she jumps up on him and she swings herself around with her legs around his neck. And then he flings her and she smacks into the other guy with her arms and knocks him down. I mean, I am all in. Like, I was... I felt like it was all... And when Captain America... His vehicle crashes, starts to slide sideways, and it just shows him just getting out and running on and then the vehicle rolls on behind him. I like all that stuff as long as I'm stimulated the whole time. I and I was.
0: I particularly like the scene in the apartment building where the winter yeah. soldier was falling down yeah. and grabbing hold of the railings. That was really it's like It's a
1: really tall building.
0: <laughs> it was. But it reminded me of something like from a Bourne movie. It was real up, yes. It was real up in your face like and, and felt tough it yeah. wasn't
1: just like
0: <laughs> yeah you could feel the hits Correct. Um, and the middle you know the big fight in this movie the civil war them lining up against each other and fighting that's just like a superhero comic book fight it's very Correct. gravity doesn't seem to matter all kinds of weird stuff but it's fun to look at and Exactly. And fun to watch the one at the beginning is a very serious feeling like a terrorist situation almost like where, where, with the dude who froze, mm-hmm. with the gas and everything that feels different. It doesn't. It felt like a serious, like, oh, this is really dangerous. Like, we need to...
1: They all felt dangerous.
0: But that middle one, to me, just felt like this big showcase That's just because
1: they were trying to take it from the comic
0: Yeah, book. they were. And then the bit with the Winter Soldier falling down, in, you know, that was cool, too.
1: And then the fight between him,
0: the, the three- end fight. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was. And it was real, like they said, intimate. Because I was
1: actually thinking, oh, who would win
0: this? Yeah, it's like, it. it, it feels like this would go on for, like,
1: ever. <laughs> Three weeks
0: and they'd still be like "Dying." not Except,
1: what you have to accept is that Tony Stark, no matter what you do or say, is just a guy.
0: Yeah. And he's just got a suit that is vulnerable. His suit's to gonna wear out. Or uh, break. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, extras on this Blu-ray, there are several. Um, there's a making of, it's called, um, United We Stand, Divided We Fall, the making of Captain America. It's split into two parts. They're uh, about 20 minutes each. So, but it I th- I really liked it. It gives you it explains all the new characters, where they're coming from, why they're in here. Explains the motivations of the civil war shows you the comic book version of it and how it's so beloved as a comic book thing. They wanted to make sure they did it right. In the comic book though, if you go and look at the comic book, there are way more superheroes involved. But yeah. where we are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, We've only been introduced to a certain amount, so you could only have a certain amount fighting each other. Um, you know, what could happen, like 10 years down the line, when we've introduced another 20 more superheroes, there could be another Civil War where there's a really a lot of them fighting, but as it is now, we get as many as possible. Um, the extra's pretty good. There's a gag reel, as always, deleted scenes. There's a um, look at. There's a trailer for Doctor Strange, which is the next Marvel movie. What did you think what do you think of that one? It's a
1: I'm interested.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh I think it looks interesting. It looks different than other Marvel movies, so yeah, I'm always up for something different. Um so yeah, that's the extras on the Blu ray. Uh quite good. Always on Marvel Blu rays. I do think though that they should bring back that Marvel one shot. <laughs> they stopped doing it. I love it. You and you alone. No, I think a lot of people liked it, but uh it costs them like extra money to go off and make a new thing like that, so they don't. So, uh, in conclusion, on uh, Captain America: Civil War, like I said, I am predisposed to like these movies, and I will probably always like them unless I can't think of a bad one that I've seen. Well, maybe that Hulk, Angley's Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that one. That was
1: before Marvel had a studio.
0: It was, I and then they did they did the Hulk again with um. Edwin. Edward Norton and that one was alright it wasn't great they do need why can't Hulk. anybody
1: just do it right I mean we've got now Don- not Donafrio. no the
0: other guy we've got that guy who's Columbo guy <laughs> he's, Who? Gonna, he's going to be Columbo <laughs> what's us called Mark Ruffalo
1: yes and he's fine but he's also quite troubled but
0: then he needs uh, his Hulk movie though they need Hulk. the Hulk movie with David this David Banner's always been troubled yeah he has
1: even the original David yeah. Banner so that's fair
0: yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. true, we have not had the Hulk Dun, movie, we do need nah, it. Nah. Not that one. Dun, nah, nah,
1: nah. Isn't that the, m- the music at the end when he's walking yeah. on to another town?
0: So, um, yeah, I'm pretty supposed to like it, so obviously I like it. And, yeah, it, I enjoy it, it. it did feel like another Avengers movie, which is cool because yep. I, I like Avengers
1: movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we. I love it. I loved it. So thanks to Disney and Marvel for the uh, Blu-ray. Uh, if you want to enter a contest, go to ASchoolie.com. Next week's Blu-ray review will be The Shallows. We're going to look at that next week. Movie recommendations. Attack. Yeah. Movie recommendations. I am going on the top... Well, it's not on the topic of this movie in particular. It's on the topic of some of the people who are in this movie. Number one, I went for Rush, which is a Ron Howard's film about motor racing, Formula One. And it does star... Daniel Bruhl, who is the bad guy in this movie, because we were like, well, where have we seen him? Thor. Yeah, and Thor. So, so, so yeah, it go. does. Fit. <laughs> yeah. So I, Ron Howard's Rush. Uh, that's my first one, and my second one is uh, Black Widow. Miss Scarlett Johansson plays Lucy in a Luke Besson film, which I think a lot of people didn't see. It kind of came and went, and um, we watched it. I like. I really liked it. I liked the idea of that, The Insider. And, yeah. You know, it's. Uh, it gets a bit out there at the end. You have to really go somewhere with it. I mean, it really goes out there, doesn't it, towards the yep. end? Yep.
1: I have to see it again. But, but it is a
0: good movie, and it looked... It had a really cool style to it, like most Luke Besson things do. So I'm going with Lucy and Rush. And mine are... I'm going into ha-
1: the Halloween uh, area now. And these are movies I think I've watched in the last couple of years... That I've found either on Netflix or just looking around and, oh, if you like this, you'll like this. And I've just watched them, sort of mindlessly watched Contracted. Which is, in the beginning, a girl has sort of unprotected, not sort of, actual unprotected sex with a semi-stranger. And then she starts feeling weird, thinks that it's some kind of sexually transmitted disease. And in fact, it is something much more horrible. And you sort of get the slow turning of a person into a zombie type. Creature, which is awesome because you don't ever get that. You get, you know, a person who's healthy, and then they're zombie, and then they kill them, or they're just a zombie walking down the street. This is a slow sort of like, and I don't remember this overarching story of what was really happening, but I really like that perspective. It's not like super high production values or anything, but it's good. It's don't no teeth. What, I also don't. Rem- oh my god. <laughs> I also don't remember what country it's from because I end up watching a lot from other countries. So contracted, uh. I don't know. It may have subtitles, but I don't remember. Citadel is got... Um, it's either Harry Potter or the other one. I always get them mixed up.
0: The other one. The <laughs> other magician? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> I get Harry Potter and Spider-Man mixed up. Daniel Radcliffe. And?
0: And Spider-Man.
1: Are the one that I like. Uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of them, I think. Right. I also could be wrong. But it's this weird, there's this, like, project where people live, it's really run down, it's really horrible, and the whole movie's got this really drag of a vibe, it's really terrible, it's really, like, menacing. And this guy, something tragic happens, he ends up being next to this big building that's, like, really super creepy, and finding out that there's this whole, like, uh, race of feral children creatures running around, and then you kind of find out the origins of that, and it's really creepy. Um, it's kind of a slow burn. You have to really just commit to it. I think I watched it really late one night, and I'd watched like two movies already. I'm like, okay, I'll probably fall asleep. I did not fall asleep. I was riveted, because um, it's kind of one of those, I don't know, it could be in his imagination or maybe not kind of movies also. It has that guy that you like. Um from
0: Spider Man. Uh, no. Harry Potter.
1: No. <laughs> no, an older guy. I don't remember. Um, oh that guy. Dead and Breakfast is my third, which you like because it's got your man in it.
0: Remember? I do remember Dead and Breakfast. You old dead guy. S- I can see the D V D cover. Too. I
1: won't call him Peter Cushing. It's not Peter Cushing. It's you? your guy.
0: Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Wow, what was to- Dead and Breakfast about exactly? I can see the cover. It's it's got a house and a shadow. Like a comic book I think zombies
1: book. are a zombies part are in, of it. Zombies uh, are in yeah. a barn.
0: There's a barn. Yep. Something a
1: happens to everybody and they start wigging out and Bruce yeah. Campbell's there. and
0: It's kind of comedy slash horror. Yeah. Like evil Yeah, date, it's I got think. like a little wackiness yeah. to it. So,
1: Contracted, Citadel, and Dead and Breakfast.
0: Alright, so games and A. Scully stuff this week. I just wanted to mention two things that are not games and A. Scully stuff. I guess they're A. Scully stuff. <laughs> uh, this week, um, Fall TV started. We saw two new TV shows. We watched the pilots. Number one was Designated Survivor. And number two was The Exorcist. Loved it. Obviously predisposed to watching The Exorcist because I love that movie. Um, See, I don't
1: think that's an accurate statement. Because a person who loves a movie is not predisposed to loving the show. You might hate no, it. No,
0: I mean, I, I definitely wanted to watch the pilot. Yeah, but you also might of... be
1: a person who says, screw that, I'm never watching a TV show of it. So I don't think that's an automatic link. Right. You, however, me. are curious.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. I saw the trailer for it a few weeks ago, uh, The Exorcist, and uh, I liked what I saw. So
1: I really liked it.
0: Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, um, considering it's on Fox at primetime... Um, it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense, and it what, for me... It captures the vibe of the movie. Like, it, it's not the movie, but it has that slow... I did slow, this a lot. Like It has that shit. really slow kind of build to it. But then it's not slow. No. It's I mean, like, they do a bang, lot bang, in, bang. In, this, in this 45 no minutes. Slow.
1: Actually, I think you're wrong. The beginning like, like, part
0: with the, 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 the style of it, the camera, the, how the camera moves along like it does in the 70s yeah, version. We
1: see everything that we've seen in the movies already. Yeah, I mean the movie Exorcist. No, I'm not talking about the other Exorcist movies. In The Exorcist, we have seen it now,
0: and I'm, I'm glad not it's not it, it, but... a retelling of the movie because it isn't at all, is it? It's um,
1: yeah,
0: it's just a. No, I mean it's not a retelling of the movie. It's not
1: Regan and her mother. Regan and No, her mother, and, it's, yeah. it's
0: it's just the vibe of the movie. Uh, they even use the music, the Michael Field. Well, YouTube it's a bells.
1: continuation of the same story because we reference their story in yeah. this story. So yeah. it's just that we're in the same city or in a in the same universe that's now been built on this
0: yeah cuz when he's look when the priest is looking up that
1: people can be possessed
0: he sees the uh the Reagan incident in, in the news so it actually exists in in the show correct but um the pilot was very well done it's very creepy it was very a good build i thought i, I thought you got enough of the characters to understand how the family operates. And that
1: the thing where yeah. she was like, oh, oh my... And that, her face got all Like twisting. some modern horror oh, movie thing uh, going on and there. And I love horror movies, but uh, people don't know already. I also don't believe in anything. I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in any... Well, I believe you're sitting right in front of me. But then again, that could be a construct. This is the Matrix. It could be the moment. Matrix. I don't believe in any spirits or any demons or any gods or heavens and hells or any sort of like supernatural or anything like we'll that. Well, we'll watch The
0: Conjuring. Or but the thing, exactly.
1: This. Because I... What watching The Exorcist and even the Exorcist movie when I was a kid makes me even though that's horrible, like the horrible thought of a horrible, you know, uh 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 evil if you you know, quote unquote evil spirit of some kind who has absolutely no no constraints about the damage that it does, that it wants to wreak havoc on on all of like humanity and the world or whatever. That's intriguing, because I would take a step and go, what if that, let's go and say, that is real. Let's let's be human. We're humans. We'll so say, okay, we've discovered it. It's real. Now what do we do? We will build an industry around it. We will find a way to combat it, to fight it, to um, embrace it, or to try to figure out how to destroy it. You know what I mean? Like I think that when I watch someone's fictional tale about this possession idea, and then you're, and I'm literally squirming. I'm just like, oh my God, imagine that. If something that had no rules or laws of any kind, except for some reason it gets stuck in somebody's human body. I don't understand that part of it, but whatever. That seems a little bit.
0: Yeah, I guess it's a good a bit, bit of telegraphing what it wants <laughs> yeah, to the outside. But I mean, world. if yeah. it's
1: that powerful that it can do all that yeah. weird shit to a person, then surely it can just float around. But whatever. I'm not going to question that part of the fiction. But that creeps me out because then you are a puppet of a thing that has none of our understanding of compassion or empathy or anything it is just out to like rip your guts and your heart out and your i don't mean literally but like mess with you and make you be horrible to each other and laugh at you the whole time that sounded really intriguing and that's the vibe I'm getting. I, I, what
0: I really like also about this this show is how it looks. It it looks like a feature film. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. have the feeling of a TV show. Even when they're in the interior in the house, it doesn't feel like oh this is where we're going to be every week. It doesn't feel like that. It and we feels... forgot
1: who's in it. Gina Davis.
0: Gina Davis and um, Cameron, Cameron from Ferris uh... <laughs> It's Bealers, just yeah. awesome. It's just got a good cast. Uh, I like the priest guy. I really like the scene where the mother goes to the priest and says something's happening in my house. My daughter's come back from college. She's not the same, and there's some noises in the wall. I think it's a demon. And the priest says, "Demons are not real. They're just made like you know. In the Bible, we they're just made up as a thing to show you the way. Like it's like yeah, I love that scene. It was because the priest doesn't the priest doesn't believe in it hundred percent yet, does he? I mean, he might do now.
1: <laughs> and that's the same thing with the original story that they the idea is these.
0: But he's like, we, what did he call what? it? The The idea of demons in the Bible. He said it to her like it, It's a construct. Yeah, it's just to manipulate. To control. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved all that. I love that.
1: And so we have the same thing from the It is a retelling of the same thing. A priest yeah. who's possibly losing his faith and has no sign from God, and now this guy may or may not. See? It's also playing. I love with the him. other guy,
0: too. Because either. The exorcist. Oh god. Yeah, that guy. He's intense. <laughs> <Yeah. like that. laughs> oh shit!
1: He scares me more than whoever's coming through these people. Yeah, he's, he's intense
0: doing his painting. You know, intense. So yeah, awesome. The other show we watched was uh, Designated Survivor. It's not the type of show I would normally watch, to be honest. But the trailers. What's the
1: type? Like Twenty Four? Yeah, something or like, like a
0: political thriller. Or I don't generally or Twenty Four. Don't generally don't watch go any for them. CSI's or no. anything like that. So this show, uh, the trailer just got me very interested because. It's about... Well, tell them what it's about.
1: Designated Survivor, apparently, if it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Okay. That it is when our president, vice president, Congress, everybody does have to come together. Like, there are very few times in American history during the course of a year or a four-year period where all those top people
0: have to be in the same place at the same
1: time. Our government is constructed in a way where it is a ladder. There is the president and the vice president and the chiefs of staff and blah blah. blah. And I don't know the order. that as you go down, if all those people die, eventually you're gonna to get to the cook of the White House and that's the person who's like in charge. Yeah, the next on the That's exaggeration. Yeah. This guy, his story—you know—you have to watch it. But I mean, his story is he's—you know—works for the government. He's the head of a, one of the bureaus. He's you on know, that ladder. He's on that ladder. And on this particular night, it's a very casual thing. Congress is meeting. The president's giving his State of the Union address. He's put over in a little room with his wife, just waiting it out, because if something happens, he's in charge. And as you probably know from the trailer and from this discussion, if nothing happened, there wouldn't be much of a show. So, something very bad happens, and now, Mr. 24, Mr. Lost Boy, he's in charge.
0: K- Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. He has to be immediately be the president. Yeah. So, to me, that is like...
1: It's it, really it, interesting. Cause how he,
0: somebody would... Adapt And this is what he's doing He's just adapting But to you're getting
1: to know This guy kind of You know Because my I'm skeptical So I'm like Oh huh. You know he yeah. He's well, there's, got... there's
0: some There's some twists and turns Now along it's not
1: way. High production values We get a little We get the explosion it's From a distance It's not like the exorcist No No And the Shots of after The explosion It's very TV set Yeah C- it is. CSI It kind feels like of. a
0: TV show Yeah
1: like. So that part of it Is television-y to me but there's a bigger idea here that you know is going to be
0: big arc. It's very interesting to see a man, a fish out of water story. Like, and then he's he's the president, and nobody, like, if you're put into that position, like he is on that first night, and then the, you you've got your big table full of all your leaders of the military and everything. They're all looking at you like you're nothing. Yeah, you're nothing. <laughs> you're just a guy they just poked out of a room and brought him in here.
1: But you've been sworn in as right. the president, and, and that's they have it. to
0: they have to listen to you, and they have but to. But
1: ultimately. When you run for president, like right now we have people running for president. We have an example. Donald Trump. He's a businessman and he's been on reality TV. He's nothing. Like he's actually nothing I mean, in the he's world. he's just
0: another man, yeah.
1: He's nothing. Like he's absolutely nothing. If he becomes president, there's no reason for those people in that room to have any respect for him. No. He spent billions of dollars to get to be president. He got people on his side by saying a bunch of shit. Or
0: anybody. Hillary he has, Clinton. They has, have no exactly. reason for anything.
1: The only thing about Hillary Clinton is at least she's
0: Been in Whether this is
1: bad or good, but I'm just saying she's been in politics for 30 years. And there is some... She has an understanding of things, right? He doesn't. And so you throw him in that room. There's no reason for the general or the guy who's in charge of our entire armed forces to look at him and go, Mr. President, please, I respect everything. There's no reason. So that's an interesting thing to throw out there for any situation.
0: But it seems like it'll be an interesting show. I like how they set it up, because these pilot episodes, they basically set things up. I don't think you really know a TV show until three or four episodes down when you go, oh, this is really kind of... But if
1: Exorcist gets better, then that's just better, better. These
0: were good starts for two new shows, so yeah, we watched those. Um, I am playing a game called ReCore on the uh, PC at the moment. It's a uh, game by the maker of Metroid. And uh, you're this girl called Joule, J-O-U-L-E, like electricity, Joule. And uh, she's been asleep for many years, and she's been woken up because uh, her father's a scientist, similar to um, that what we just watched, uh, Pines, Wayward Pines. Correct. So the world has gone to shit, and there's been a post-apocalyptic kind of in- situation, and she's been woken up by her father, and there's only her left, it seems. And she's an engineer, and she was an engineer who helped her father before she, di- before she died, before she was put asleep. And she's woken up, father is dead, but he's left her all these messages to try and get the world back to how it should be using engineering, which right. is what she is. So she's getting. So the aim of this game is to go through it into the. You're in these desolate environments, and there are towers, communication towers, and stuff that need repairing, and you're going around repairing them, but all is not, as it seems, there are enemies. Of course. And the enemies are, the whole the world has been taken over by robots and AIs. Okay. And that is all that's left. You as a human and these AI robots. Then why that, do we
1: want it to go back to the way it was? That all want to if kill She's you. the only human. Well, I
0: think, <laughs> them, I think there are some more too, but we've Correct. not met them yet. But um, it's called uh, ReCore. It's on the PC. ReCore,
1: R-E-C-O-R-E.
0: R-E-C-O-R-E. Yeah, because the things that she's repairing these things with her cores all these robot ais whenever they got invented and made they were they all run off this power core and she's taking the cores out of the bad robots and using them to make these communication towers hmm, work
1: sounds like the loophole we have when a pilot can fly through a little crack in a big giant round thing and blow up the core and destroy it all
0: yeah sound familiar well how the game is structured it's kind of cool it's like a it's an open world and you go around and you do these missions on the map that you go around and do but then there's story missions when you've done enough of the side missions you go on to do the story missions so it's got this open world feel you have to keep you have a robot buddy that's with you the first one you get is like a dog and he helps you by like he digs in the sand whenever he, he finds something he barks and then you tell him to dig and he finds things under the sand The second robot you find is a spider-like robot. And what's cool about him is there are, like, magnetic raceway-type things on the ceilings of some of the rooms. And if you have the spider robot with you, he will magnetically, like, you'll hang on him. Ah. And he will hit the rails and he'll pull you along. So he lets you get to places you couldn't get to when you were using the dog. So when you find him, there's reason to go back to the levels you already did. Because Mm. you're like, oh, in the top... Top corner of that room, I could use the spider to get up there. Sounds
1: convenient.
0: It. So it's all like back tra- like Legend of Zelda, going into a dungeon, finding a thing. It's that kind of gameplay. It's really good. I really like it. It's called ReCore. The other thing is a new game next week. Forza Horizon 3, the new racing game. It's this time for the first time ever. Not only is it on Xbox, it's on PC at the same time. Um, I actually won a copy on uh, Twitter. I uh, enter contests every so often. They had a um, slogan contest. Like, they posted a picture from the game and said, uh, slogan this. And the picture was a Robin Reliant, if you know what that is as a car enthusiast, it's a three-wheeled car from Britain. There's a broken-down Robin Reliant really battered up in a garage, and there's two men looking at it, and you had to caption the picture. And I captioned the picture with, did somebody let Clarkson drive that again? Which, if you're a Top Gear motor enthusiast, you'll understand what that means. I got third place in the competition and won a copy of the game, so I'm excited. That's really cool, like a sixty-dollar game. Nice. So uh, I will be playing that next week. It comes out on Tuesday, and I will let you know how it is. So, what is Spenguli, and what is on it tonight? Tonight is.
1: Oh, Spenguli is a horror host who hosts old movies and dresses up in a funny costume and does really bad jokes, and yet. For two hours on a Saturday night. It's, it's really fun. fun. Yes. And tonight he's doing that thing again. What's it called? Some little song and dance he made up. and that The
0: Svengoolie this... Stomp. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very silly.
1: It is silly. All of it's silly, but it's fun. And tonight's movie is Island of Terror.
0: Yeah, he presents a movie. With Peter Cushing. Which I actually like this movie. I've seen it before. Been a long time, so it's probably not that good. It was old. But I like
1: it. 50s, 60s, something like
0: that. Yeah, 60s, I believe.
1: And for supper tonight, guess what It's not. It's not it's
0: Jimmy John's tonight.
1: I don't think so. Unless I'm feeling really... Nope. It's 8 o'clock. You already
0: made some... You already, I made some
1: barley. So yeah. I have barley and some corn. This is like... It's, it's like chicken patties, but they're not chicken because we don't eat meat. So they're like quorn. Q-U-O-R-N is the brand. Them. And then I got a few Brussels sprouts and some bean sprouts and some water chestnuts. And a zucchini... And what else did I get? Some parsley, which you don't like. And I don't know what else. But as I, if I'm done and I decide I need a sandwich, that's what we're having. But as of right now, it's the vegetable bananas. The
0: other thing I wanted to mention as part of the Ace Cully stuff is this week we had another bicycle adventure. Oh, yeah. We uh, set out. We were, instead of riding our normal trail, we decided to ride uh, drive um, ten miles up the trail... And start from that point so we could get You further. can drive to a
1: town that has yeah. an outlet. At so the we park
0: time. at that town and then we can go 10 miles further than we normally do and see all new stuff. We've been wanting to do it for a while. We decided to do it on Thursday. We got to the town. There's a little cafe in the town. We went, before we ride, we thought we we're going to have a coffee in the cafe. We went in there. We had a coffee. You had something to eat. I had some of your fr- French fries. Correct.
1: They were really good, by
0: the way. Like, really Very good. non-fatty French fries, which is funny. <laughs> um we came out of the cafe to start our 15-mile ride, which we, we so "Oh, was we'll going to be 30
1: miles. We were going to do 15 we're gonna each We going to do way. 30 yeah. miles,
0: yeah. We were all prepared. I was, to- I was totally stoked to do it. Yep. We got out of the cafe, and again, my back wheel, two of the spokes had broken. Just, just randomly, like... Pop, pop. Pop, pop. So my bike was unridable. So, so we
1: drove all the way back home.
0: We drove home. <laughs> so next week, when we get this new wheel... We ordered a new wheel. We went to a bike shop in town, interestingly enough. Yep. We found this different bike shop to the one we went to last time. And the... Proprietor. Proprietor of the bike shop is a British guy. The only British guy I've ever spoke to in this. And he's a master
1: bike builder.
0: Yeah, he builds wheels and frames. He would built a frame From out scratch. of bamboo. I know. It's in his,
1: in his, uh... the guy we should have been going to the whole time.
0: It is, really. And anyway, he's ordered me a new wheel. And uh, it will come next week. So cycling's on a hold but the day the wheel comes and I get it on and I'm ready to ride we need to go there again yeah. I want to go to the Definitely. and do that. so I'm with you it might be Friday next week and my advice and your advice before we go is
1: very simple don't be stupid
0: yeah don't be stupid
1: I mean seriously don't be stupid it's really simple
0: also don't be rude
1: it's kind of the same thing yeah it's easy to be, uh, uh I can be rude. No, I mean, don't and be rude. I'm not stupid.
0: For, somebody was really rude to you today. Oh, well, yes. It's really annoying. <laughs> it make,
1: yeah, but you're not annoyed. around when I hear yeah, that but, all the time.
0: But it makes me annoyed that somebody would be that rude.
1: Because I rode my bike. So don't be rude. Up the road, thinking I'll have a little bike ride. So I ride up the street, and there's loads of traffic on Saturday. And they're not nice. They're, there's nowhere to ride except in the street. So I'm like either in the gutter or yeah, on the street. You're
0: not like you're in the middle of the street
1: no but i mean you can't get off the street and so i'm riding and i got up there's a couple hills got all the way up the one mile and there's too much traffic i was gonna go further and i'm like i just can't i can't people get up behind you and then they're like revving like get out my fucking way stupid biker but then they you know and then they zoom around you like real close to you as if you're taking up like
0: half the the road
1: yeah exactly And so as I got up and then I was coming back and I was going in front of an intersection where there was a couple of teenage boys in a truck. He had like his little baseball cap all pushed back on his head and his arm dangling out the the window like he was Mr. Fucking Cool. And as I'm passing by, he said, hey, fat ass, I don't have all day.
0: Yeah, I mean... Now
1: that's that's somebody's son. I say
0: to parents, you brought your kids up to be <laughs> like that. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, but I know people whose children would do that, and then the mother would go, "Oh, he wouldn't say that." Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Or go like, oh, because the mother's skinny and she thinks it's funny. And I, that's reality, people. That and that happens all the time. Like that's not an, an isolated incident. It happens a lot. And you're just, just not around.
0: You know, they're just people like that, though. They just they wouldn't. It's very easy for them to do it, isn't it? You said, Why didn't I
1: say something? I'm like, Why would I say something? I've lived with my whole life. You just, you just, there's nothing you can say that won't. Plus, I was driving my bike in front of this truck. I would want to yell,
0: (laughs) What the fuck are you saying, you cunt?
1: But. But that doesn't accomplish like you anything. you
0: say, that doesn't accomplish anything. It nope. just makes me feel a bit better for yelling. But
1: I mean, I can now carry a gun and conceal it legally in Missouri, so I could have shot him. But then that also wouldn't solve anything. No.
0: <laughs> that... <laughs> I would, uh... It would solve the fact that he would be dead and you would be in prison. I could
1: have scared the shit out of him, I guess. Rode right up to his little fucking face and been like... Leaned in his I mean, he was trying to be cool. You could tell. Yeah. He had the music on. He was just trying to be a little... And I'm, you know. Yeah. Perfect. So
0: don't be a cunt and don't be stupid.
1: <laughs> stupid. There's I, too many examples for I me to tell the you. I just put the
0: explicit tag on our podcast there.
1: Um, stupid is like, if someone says to you, pick a pick a pick a nominee or not, uh, whatever they're called, you know, a presidential nominee, either one of them, plug their name in. Blank hates babies and then some bullshit line off of the internet that somebody tags on there and then shows you a picture of that person and then a baby sitting next to them. Okay. Somebody made that shit up. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're a fucking idiot. If you believe the shit that you read on Facebook about either of the nominees, good or bad, if somebody said Donald Trump cured cancer and Hillary Clinton saved the world from an evil... Whatever, warlord from another galaxy. It's all bullshit. Somebody had
0: posted a picture of her, a, a pawn picture the other day on Facebook <laughs> yeah. I saw of Hillary Clinton sucking a penis and it said she used to be a prostitute. And that's the proof. That and picture. then
1: I know people who would repost that and go, see? Yeah. I don't, like. They're stupid.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there are people who would go, "Oh, look at that." Yeah. There is a photo. Hence, that is evidence.
1: And that goes (laughs) across. Now, you know, everyone, everyone has bad shit that they've done. There's no denying factual information. I will not argue with it if it's factual information, and I can research it and find out from a reliable source, which is very questionable these days. Then that's cool. But if you're stupid enough to believe it, then if that other person becomes your president and they are a complete twat asshole motherfucker then guess what you get what you deserve that's just that's my uh political commentary all right
0: <laughs> so let me remind you about our website say com, sits com catches on twitter and facebook catch this podcast on the itunes music store the uh, google play store google music actually is where you can listen to it now RSS feed aschoolie.com slash podcast you can just listen to it there email aschoolie, com. don't email Sid Talk at sidtalk at Ah, sidtalk uh,
1: don't tell my email address
0: it's been told many times but no, nobody hasn't. wants to email it anyway because you
1: they... never say it
0: I have said it many times you haven't I haven't really you say haven't.
1: my website
0: no I've said your email address no
1: you haven't I it, want proof if you want to email also, me
0: you don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to if know th- <laughs> if mine is aschoolie, aschoolie.com <laughs> <laughs> um So, stay classy, uh, Marvel. In general, also Stan Lee's appearance in this very good. I always love when they drop Stan Lee in there, and I'm always like, please, Stan Lee, live forever, so we can always have a cameo.
1: Then again, he could have been CGI.
0: You don't know. True. Um, I'm serious.
1: They need to do motion capture on that man before he's gone. They need to do
0: hundreds of Stan Lee scenes that they can put drop into movies. Why not?
1: Yeah. I mean, you'd have to approach him and say, "Mr. Lee,
0: (laughs) (laughs) we need you to work for a year making." (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you are going to die someday and we need you for many years to come. And my uh, my thing is uh, think for yourself or someone will do it for you.